Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. I have a lollipop. It's Forrest's birthday. Happy birthday, Forrest. Thank you. Happy birthday, Forrest. I don't know. When someone, anyone who listens to this is going to be after your birthday, unfortunately. I don't know. I'll take belated birthday wishes. Unless you listen to it one year from now. Mm. I don't know if this is the first time we've recorded on someone's birthday. I think we've avoided them. This is the first Somehow, yeah. yeah. No way. I think our first episode ever was on my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) But Seth wasn't even on that one. That was on me and the Maxwells doing a like a pilot episode. Mm, that's fun. That was the episode zero. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm, I remember not being on that. Yeah, <laughs> man, those early days. I think it's we, worth we going back time. and listening to, but it is hard to listen to them because we should do remastered versions where we <laughs> record word for word the things we said. Yeah. Uh, that would which be, would be super easy for you and I for that f- zero episode. Yeah. <laughs> like we're we're already banked. Yeah, that would be rough. That would be. <laughs> I think I think it's possible to do one episode like that. I'm just I would <laughs> be excited. I would be excited to get to the lasagna episode, which made Seth actually mad. I don't think <laughs> there's there's nothing else that uh, it wasn't my fault. Well, it was, but you know. My lasagna the oven timer going off mid-episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> it was a good timer. Yeah. Uh, there are many dumb things that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, the bat that almost... <laughs> the bat that attacked you mid-episode. There's, <laughs> I remember, there's that. Good I remember stuff. that. There's good stuff. Um, that was more recent, but it's still a favorite memory <laughs> of mine. Um we need to record an outside episode. That's that does need to happen. Seth's I've porch. Seth's porch is great. Yeah. We could go the cats would walk up to us, it'd be yeah. great. That is true. Um or uh in the sauna at your apartment complex oh, forest. Yeah. I've never been know. inside there. I don't Come know on, how man. long the computer or microphone would last <laughs> in the sauna before overheating, but uh, uh one of our patios would be. I don't be think a bad they would overheat. I think the Water would be the yeah, issue. Yeah, the water. Well, is, is it a dry sauna or a wet sauna? There's a difference. I learned that on the Disney I cruise. I could tell you. I think it's a wet sauna. On the Disney I've cruise. I've been in. You've been in. I've been in there once. Complexes place. Yeah. <laughs> many, many years ago. There's, there's, I used to know someone who lived there. There's <laughs> multiple types of saunas. I learned that on the Disney cruise. Huh. There's a wet sauna, a dry sauna. I was in a cold sauna. A dry sauna seems like an, uh, like an oxymoron. Yeah. Desert. Uh, yeah, the dry sauna is just like dry heat. Ugh. Um, but yeah, oh, that's the wet, a nice change of pace. The from wet sauna usually heat. like has a lot of steam, which is sort of a steam room, less yeah. of a sauna. But I feel like that's what um, you want when you're going yeah, into a sauna. That's what I imagine steam. is a steam. No, I just want uh, the sauna is a steam room. No, I want. Uh, you, so I don't you, want you wanna, the liquid. You want to you be in a sweat lodge. Yes. <laughs> Although even those, I'm pretty sure, are full of steam. But but yeah, love love to sweat it out. It's my favorite thing. Uh, anytime I'm in a bad mood, I want to be in a sauna because it. When you're in there, you can only think of the heat. That's it, fair. It drains all emotion out of you. Yes. Pools and but <laughs> under your feet. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, also you burn your lips on your metal water bottle because you're dumb. 
That's definitely happened to me before. Was, I don't know oh why I didn't think metal yeah. would get hot in there, but that was a fun moment for me. What uh, happens if I bring metal into an oven? Uh, but I, listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm smart, but I'm also dumb. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about video games. I beat video games. In total, all of them. Wow. Every oh one my of God. Them. Yeah. How did you love Mega Man Zero 03? I did not touch that one. I don't know. Sorry. Um, I beat Mario Wonder, Super nice. Mario Brothers Wonder. I played some of it co op. It was fine. But I played the rest of it by myself. It was amazing. I cannot recommend this game enough. Uh, if you did not like new Super Mario Brothers, like me and Seth, um, and most of the world, I really a lot of people like those games. Yeah, I, I think in hindsight, though, people not realize they're bad. But um, this game's amazing. Uh, the level design, the art, the uh, creativity in the um, just store that up there. And like the the wonder sections uh, when you get the wonder mushrooms. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes the levels go into like a top-down experience. Sometimes you end up sort of Celeste-style swimming between floating orbs. Mm. Um, there's a lot of really cool things that happen. Um, and the game does have challenging points if you want to go into the secret worlds and hit those challenges. Um, nothing gets as hard as, say, like a Celeste or something like that on a platforming level, but it does get challenging, which is good. Um, I think I talked last time we recorded about how I actually had kind of uh, nailed that supposed, like people have been posting about how they found like the hardest level in it. And I kind of nailed that within four or five tries. Nice. Um, I think that people just had a hard time with it because it was rhythm based and um, we're built different. I'm built different. Yeah. Um, I do a good job with rhythm stuff unless it's hi-fi rush. And then I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, or, uh, you know, and I don't feel bad about this one, uh, Cadence of Hyrule, because Seth even couldn't do that one. So I'll... T- Game confused me. <laughs> Listen, if it, at the end of the day, if if I get mad at it, and then Seth also is like, I don't know how this works. There's a legit... There's a legit... <laughs> different like problem. To, I'd, I'd still like to go back to that. I'd love to learn it. I have it downloaded on my Switch still to this day. And every time I try to go back to it, I'm like, this, I just cannot do it. I can't do it. I want to. I want to. It looks cool. I love it. The art style and like the, the game idea and the fact that Nintendo let another company use their IP. Like, yeah. I'm here for it. It is weird, though. Um, but yeah, I, I I played all of Mario Wonder, beat it. I've been playing Alan Wake 2. I cannot talk too much about that game because I don't want to spoil it for Seth. But Alan Wake 2 is amazing. I... Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the Game of the Year stuff and, like, the Game Awards later on this in this episode... Um, but if you would have asked me earlier what my game of the year was going to be, I would have definitively said, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. This game is doing things that are insane, that I am just so excited to interact with. 
to further interact with. I still have half of the game left. Yeah. Um, but the things it is doing with um, scene setting and scene changing and using the different scenes to collect information. Um, kind of paint it's a really hard, picture. Yes, it's really hard to talk around the stuff, the, <laughs> the mechanics that are happening uh, because it sounds, it also sounds like I'm being hyperbolic because we all know how much I like Alan Wake. Yeah. But I'm telling you that the things that this video game are doing are bonkers. Mechanically, so like the first Alan Wake was cool because the story was bonkers, right? But mechanically, yes. it was a very simple game. Yeah. Point, flashlight, shoot, collect, thermos. <laughs> That's it. And it's yes. great. It was great. <laughs> Love it. You listen to Alan talk, you know, whole deal. This game decides, um, and I don't know how Remedy pushed this game out as fast as they did. It's it, actively insane. It, cha it changes the game loop of weird mechanic, weird mechanic that like genuinely, there are things you do, Seth, that genuinely change the world around you. Yeah. Mm. And then, like... Like split second. Ooh, no, actually, uh, here's a weird thing that, like, is for me and you and, mm. like, a couple other people maybe. Like Oracle of Seasons. Mm. Like, you change stuff yes. and then paths and aesthetics sure. and, like, all kinds of stuff branch. And it's, like, this game is beautiful and it is happening at a it clip. Is one it of the is, best there is like no seen. loading screen. Hmm. Yeah. The game just changes. And I'm like, how is this possible? How did they build this game to work this way? It it blows me away. And then on top of the mechanical changes, you also have a hard time getting lost in what you're supposed to do in the game because both Alan and Saga have this thing called the mind place where um, it's different for Alan, but for Saga, it's called the Mind Place. And anytime you hit the back button on your sure controller... the Mind Palace? So they actually specifically say it's a play on the Mind yes. Palace. Uh, okay. It's right her Mind the Place. They say... Yeah. They, 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 they point that out. They know what they're doing. Um, she says it's sort of like my mind palace, but it's my mind place. Yeah. She says something along it's those lines. It's a little lines. less extravagant. Right. Oh, that's funny. And so you are in there building your own, like... Information Information, center. like Pepe Sylvia type case yes, boards. Case board. Like with the red string and everything. You've got the map uh, board next to yes. it. Yes. You've got a few desks mm -hmm. around here yes. with profiling your pro stations. Yes. Like, I just, who boy, they're like, it, it, honestly, going into the mind place is one of my favorite parts about this game. I, I wish it didn't ask you to go. The game does ask you to go to the mind place a, a lot. lot. Mm. And once you get used to it, it doesn't. But at the first, when you're getting used to it, because no other video game asks you to do this. No. So that's like, it is a menu. Mm hmm. At the end of the day, the the mind place is a menu, but it is an interactive, customizable, moving around menu. And I, what they are doing is very brilliant with that. And they're asking you to spend time there, 
to examine things and look at the stuff around you. And so they want you to keep going back to it. It's hard to get used to that because you want to keep playing the game. Yeah. But you do need to be going to... Because there is stuff in the world, and this is good for you to know before you go in, there is some stuff in the world that become very hard to know what you're supposed to do if you're not going to that mind place to mm-hmm. plot out the, the things you get. Yeah, see um, see how the threads all go back to what like your main objective is, kind of just recollecting so yourself. It's, it's hard to, without having played the game, I can't fully, like create comparisons but it does sound similar to mechanics that i've encountered in in detective games yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and and even the um it sounds like what the thing that was in outer wilds that that also had a had a mechanic where you right gathered information and it went up on a board that showed connections between other stuff Mm. right so it is and this will tell you like you'll hear saga say well that's that's that on that and it'll tell you that something is wrapped up. Um, That's nice. Nice for her to know that. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> I think this plot is wrapped up. Because <laughs> it, it, it can't dangle if you don't, if you don't know. Right. It you know makes I mean? sense yeah, yeah. to like have something saying, okay, I think I've there, exhausted this uh, line of inquiry or yeah, something. Right. Otherwise, it's like, okay, well. She somehow always has just enough room on the wall for the case board. Man, it is wild how, like, the <laughs> the wall does. Well organized. Allow enough space. Um, so, yeah, but it is a fantastic game. Um, in my opinion, the Allen sections are more horror-based than the Saga sections so far. Yeah, probably makes sense. Uh, I mean, it does make sense. I mean, he's literally in a, a, a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. He's in a dark place. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very scary. Oh, my God. Like, Alan's first, like, just, like chapter, though, that you played through, who, like, that entire just first section for Alan's side of the game, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please play this with a high quality TV and like the game on the best settings it can. Yeah. I'm not playing on the 60 frames per second mode because this game doesn't need to be 60 frames per second. You need to play this in the quality mode so you can see how beautiful this game is because you're also not getting how beautiful this game is because if you look at the base PC stats, beefy cards are needed for this game. Yeah. Because genuinely like there's a lot of really cool stuff to be seen and done um they do a lot of really great effects with layering at times like live action translucently over what you're doing yes oh my god this it hits all the spots um and I, i keep going back to like um i have to accept in some ways that some of the stuff i'm not gonna see in the game is fine because there is so many ways that some things can branch um and there is a right way and a wrong way so like it's not like the game is asking you to find the correct path but also giving you reason to explore the other options yeah Mm -hmm. um and so i'm just kind of deciding to go through um especially because 
Uh, I don't know if you know this, Forrest. They have announced that there is going to be a New Game Plus to this game. So I saw that, but I didn't actually look into it. And the New Game um, Plus is going, because this is how it is, it's going to be different story-wise. Oh, my God. So the New Game Plus is going to introduce different and, mm. like, yeah, exactly. Interesting. So, like, I'm going to want to replay this because I'm going to want to know what's different. Um, and that's, so that's the other weird thing is that there is stuff in this story that is just different. Sheriff Breaker in the original game is a female and Sheriff Breaker in this game is, uh, a dude named Tim. It's ice. It's Iceman from X-Men. I care. Sean Ashmore. It's Sean Ashmore. Oh my God. Who was the guy in Quantum Break? Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like, hold Mm. on. You're. You were a female in the original game. If they were an actual person in the original game. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. So, like, there's just a lot of, like, weird stuff, of course. Um, You do get to see, I have seen one character from Control, and I I popped off. I I ascended. I I almost like like a video game commercial rose from the couch (laughs) from my chest. Like (laughs) like did you did you uh, come across them in watery when you first got there? Yes, Yes, I did. I sat there for a solid like ten minutes. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Um, And I can't remember if they did this in Alan Wake One, but this game has individual songs for each of the ends of the chapters. So, like... I'm pretty sure they did that in one, too. It's just the songs in the first game weren't as good. So, like, these (laughs) have, like, three-minute-long songs Hmm. at the end of the chapters. It's like an end credits, and they're bangers. So you just sit there with this creepy (laughs) Windows visualizer basically (laughs) happening with Alan Wake's face and stuff showing up every once in a while. And then you're listening to great music. You're listening to the whole song because it's great. Uh, I have not skipped a single one of them Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, I skipped the Alan ones because they are the same. The Alan ones are the same. Okay. Um, But the the Saga ones are all different. Hmm. Maybe the Alan ones are different, but at least musically they're Are they original songs? Yes. I think so. I haven't gone on my way to look it up because i am very nervous to see spoilers for this game. yeah like i'm trying even to, in like titles of tracks yeah like, even it's easy to right find. so even in titles and like even i news websites are are starting to get ballsy with some of the headlines for this game and i'm like i don't want to know anything please stop um it's like they they give it a week and a half, and, and then, then they go for it. Yeah, it's just like they go for the chomping at the it. bit to put spoilers directly into headline articles. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, for some things, I don't care about it, but when it is stuff that I, I actually, I'm actually interested in, in, not trying to learn about what happens until I experience it, right. it's yeah. really annoying. And, and it's like, it's why I told Chris, um, you know, friend of the show, best friend Chris. You need to play all of Spider-Man 2 as fast as possible. Because mm-hmm. there's going to be stupid yeah. comic book resources CBR, or IGN articles that say, like, 
uh, you know, like, what is this character? And it's like, yeah. dude, you're going to be ruined that this character is in the game. Yeah. And like, Did you know? Right. This is who Did this you know is this is who this going. is? And Even though they don't tell you his name the whole game. Right. Here it is. And so it's it's just like that kind of stuff is going to ruin some of the nice little moments in that Spider-Man game, um, which I also beat. I don't think we talked about that since uh, beat Spider-Man. Um, great game. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm about halfway through Alan Wake 2. Um, I'm loving every second of it. Luckily, we have this weekend coming up and the Thanksgiving weekend, yep. so I, I will be beaten um, sooner than later. Um, Friday brings Super Mario RPG, so that's going to be on my Switch. Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, they're doing a, 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 GameStop's doing a midnight release for that. Really? Yeah, I got a phone call. I love that. The other day. I was not expecting I for that to be one of the things they, were, they would do. That's weird. Uh, it's I'll have it on my Switch because I got the, 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 voucher. the, the voucher thing. Yeah. That voucher is how I'm going to get Nintendo games from now on, basically. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if 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 you don't care about getting the physical games, there's no reason to not do it. Yeah, and you know what? That opening that little door with my fingernail is going to make me not want to change a cart ever. So <laughs> it's I, not that hard. It's yes, but it is annoying, and uh, so but, like your but I enjoy the, I the 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 bounciness. When yeah, you push that. Card out. Makes me I feel like that. I'm using my DS again. I I have yeah. almost traded in Mario Kart and Smash Bros. physically oh to buy God. it digitally so that I don't have to. If you want to get rid of your Mario Kart, I will take it. <laughs> like I, uh, yeah, I just need some of those to be digital instead of physical. Because uh, then I I also go back to it more often. Because I'll be like, man, I don't want to trade in Smash. Or I don't want to go get the cart. Yeah. Um, so that does bring up... I don't want to take up too much time. I know you played Alan Wake 2, so like you kind of gave some of your opinion. Yeah. Um, I have been actively, now that they're all out, going through the Mario Kart DLCs. Okay. And I have some complaints. <laughs> because I do not like Tor. I think Tor is bad. And I think what they've done to change some of the older courses to be compliant with Tor is also not good. And it's kind of a bummer, man. I I guess I'm glad that we got more tracks at the end of the day. But, like, this isn't what I want out of Mario Kart. Or at least, I guess, I don't know, man. Just, just the changing the same, the the layout of the map while you're in the middle of it. And then, uh, it just doesn't work for me. It's not what I want. Uh, unless it's like split second level where you are. You're the one doing the You're changing. the one changing. You're making those choices. Yeah. Or those choices cool. are happening to you in like a combative way. Right. Um, that's what I want. Rather than just like, okay, lap one, you turn left here. Left two, you turn right. Yeah. it's I don't want the different paths yeah. like that. I think it also like... Um, I think, so all, all of the Mario Kart Tour levels do that. Like, every single lap is slightly different, and sometimes majorly different than the ones previous to that. And I think I think it is a neat mechanic 
in theory. And even in, there's at least one tra track that on the, the beginning of the third lap has you quickly like do a, a loop and go back like facing the direction of oncoming traffic, mm -hmm. which I think is fun. Um, but yeah, it does kind of Like, there's something iconic about Take Lu Luigi Raceway from Mario Kart 64. You know, it's just an oval. But because you can see the that picture in the mini-map of what it looks like, it gives it a, it, a, a recognizability that, yeah. you know, you kind of lose when you can't really look at a map to see right. what the track is and what the character is. Each of these maps looks like a Rubik's Cube in the middle because you don't know what's what. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I I I agree with you. Um, I forget when I learned it, but it, I did see somewhere on Twitter that all of the returning maps are maps that were in uh, Mario Kart Tour. Like they're basically just they've taken the assets and put them onto onto the Switch game. And there was even at some point you could kind of. I think it was in like the second or third wave. You could guess which returning tracks were going to be there based on what had recently released in tour mm. um and i think it, i i it is it was it's definitely a was a bummer to me when i learned that okay this isn't i mean it is new stuff to do in here but it isn't real it's not like original stuff that there they're making there, for this game there are a couple original tracks yes yeah. But even then, tracks. in my opinion, those are not good. I've played them. They're not good. They're very much so like cutting room floor yeah. tracks. That They're definitely not of the same quality that the original no. DLC packs were. Right. Uh, when they introduced new tracks, like the, you know, the Animal Crossing one and yeah. Dragon Driftway. One of them was a an ice cream sundae level, and like even on some of the older ice cream sundae or like frosting based levels and stuff you see like the wheels go through the stuff basically it's just plastic basically mm -hmm. you just you're on top of it and it's like this the the detail isn't here yeah um but yeah um i'm sure we'll get mario kart 9 or mario kart x or mario kart x mario combat kart racing uh combat evolved i had a i had a a Brief Twitter interaction with someone who is saying... I'm sorry. Um, they were talking about how... They were wondering what, like... A, they were in the middle of playing uh, Mario Wonder. And were just, like, thinking out loud about what... A Mario Kart Wonder would be. And oh. I brought up... It's like, ooh, you know, the, it could be like Split Second where the Wonder Seeds... Yeah. Change the, the track mid-race. Mid and... You know, I've banged the drum before about hey, the next Mario Kart needs to just be split second because <laughs> yeah. all racing games need to be split yeah. second. Like, now they have a perfect uh, actual gameplay mechanic to to do to that. facilitate it. Right? Yeah, um, that'd be genius. I know it'd be too easy. It is. It's it. It's right there. It writes itself. the the other The other ideas of Mario Kart Ultimate, like Smash. Where you could even do normal Mario Kart or no double, flying or, or double, double dash. dash, like trying to find a way to make all those fit with Fox different only. series. 
final death. <laughs> no items. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, the final destination of Mario Kart is just like a straight <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah. Just a straight line. Uh, it's probably but more you still like, have to go back and forth on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably more like that. The SNES Rainbow Road. That's probably oh, Final God. Destination. No, Final Destination has to just be pure, all about your ba- own baby skill. park. Baby park is kind of yeah. <laughs> baby park is yeah. kind of all the, all items removed on two hundred CC. Yeah, just one oval. What Jeez. can you do? Yeah. yeah. Good luck. God. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's what i've been playing um i'm eagerly anticipating mario rpg i know i joked before like how tears of the kingdom was on my switch for a long time mario rpg was on my switch like last week in the middle of the week and i'm like this is really early like this sucks <laughs> um, it's just teasing you i know and it, i want to play it really really bad because I don't know anything about these people, and Gino looks really awesome. He is awesome. And I'm excited to see these characters. I am waiting with bated breath for it to come out. I'm very excited. I was thinking earlier today about it, and I was like, hmm, I might have to wait to get that game. And then I was like, what am I, th- what am I talking about? I want to yeah, play this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what I have to trade in to get it. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So... The Tetris ninety nine had I I did it a, so I could get the a, a th- theme. A, a, what what do they call them? The Maximus Cup. Yeah. Um, for a Super Mario RPG theme. Mm. Uh, and I was very excited because of the music. Um, all all these themes always have three different types of music from their games. Nice. Very interesting. Some of the choices that I was could. That I could hear being made to differentiate uh, from the original tracks. Um, some I don't quite think were to the benefit of the track. Like, you know, just like instrumentation choices. I was going to ask, um, are, are the rearrangements still done by Yoko? Yeah, Shimura? she, she yeah. worked on them. Okay. Them. There's, you know, it's interesting. The... Can say a lot of good things about the original Mario RPG music tracks, but they weren't very long. Uh, and so one thing I've no- I noticed in each of the three, it's three of the battle themes that are the different stages, and I'll have these little flourishes added to make them longer. And I don't know in any case of it actually improves the quality of the song, uh, but also. It should be said that I was playing this while playing Tetris over the top of it, and it's kind of hard to parse out the quality of right. the music. Um, so I don't know. That is def- it's definitely the one thing I think I am nervous the most about the game um, is the way they are going to bring the music into mm-hmm. into the uh, the modern day. It doesn't, re- and it doesn't really matter because you can. I could just switch over to the original right, tracks. Right. Um, but there is that desire in me to want these tracks that I've been, that have been repeating in my brain for like twenty years. You want it to be like Final Fantasy VII remake, right? Where like the like they were clearly 
different songs, but it was like it was as if the version that you had in your head right. was this version yeah. that, uh-huh. that was playing in full orchestral glory. It was effortless to enjoy it. So that's why I'm hoping. I, like I don't know. Um, that's it's definitely the one thing I'm the most nervous about, but. The tracks are still great, so I so I don't imagine there's going to be that much issue. And this stuff in the trailer, apart from the ones that were in, in Tetris, did sound good, too. Um, what did you play, Seth? Well, I'll tell you, I have not played Alan Wake, much to the chagrin of my two co-hosts. Um, hey. One you're, of a, you're only doing yourself a disservice. It is. It's true. I, One of I us three this. has to be the person that doesn't play the game everyone else is playing. Yeah. And look, I'll tell you what happened. So I went and I... The day came it out... It is your own doing. It really is. I got... Uh, I went to GameStop and I used uh, the store credit that I had along with the funds I received from selling Spider-Man 2... To an unknown individual. Who shall not be named. Yes. It was Voldemort. Oh, sorry. Um, and I and I got the... the uh, Like an Xbox card. Says it's only um, this... digital, as we know. Boo. And, you know, I, I came back home, put it in, went to the store, bought Alan Wake, was waiting for it to, to download and install. And I thought, you know, let me see what's on Game Pass. Um, and so I downloaded a couple of games, I think, or I set some of them to queue. Um, and one of them that I started up, I thought it was, it, it looked like it was just going to be this kind of roguelike thing. And so I thought, okay, I can kind of play this without putting any, uh, like a whole lot of mental energy and, and investment into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it, it's not really a roguelike at all. Um, so this game you I, also ended up putting a lot of mental energy yeah, yeah, yeah. into it. <laughs> so this game I'm playing uh, is called War Tales. It is I forget what the de- who the developer is, um, but it's it is how do, how do I describe this? Um, one of the first things that came to mind was that it reminded me a lot of Skyrim, but from like a top down perspective. Okay. Um, Except, uh, you're not really playing, there's no kind of great destined hero with magical powers in this game. Um, the, you, you, you start the game, you have this group of four people, and you basically get to decide their backstory from a number of pre-chosen one, like your group of, um, bodyguards who lost your merchants or your... Just friends who are going out on an adventure, or you are veterans from a war or something, and those kind of determine your individual characters, your starting characters and their classes. And you're just kind of plopped into this world, and it's, and it's you're just mercenaries, and you go around doing stuff for people. Uh, you go around this world, and you'll find people's houses, or you'll go into pubs and get missions. Um, it's, and I, I say this not in a and I'm tr- not in a with a negative connotation, but it is sort of a boring world that you're in. <laughs> like there is nothing fantastical about it. It's just like a medieval um, kind of RPG. Like there's there's a 
I think what's unique about it is that there is uh, open world survival parts to it, and there's also tactical turn-based battles. Um, sort of in the vein, not quite in the XCOM. It's sort of in between, like, what XCOM and Fire Emblem has to offer these days. Um, and, you know, the combat is pretty... Uh, it's fun It's fun to do, and I think that's why I kept playing the game, is just because I enjoy doing the battles. Uh, and there's just kind of like... and You can endlessly take quests from people to just go out and, and do stuff. But there, it's weird, because there is not really any overarching story that I can find. There are different regions that each have their own regional story that you can... Uh, that generally have two sides that you can choose to, to side from that mm. affects the outcome. Um, so it's it's a strange thing that I have found myself like continually drawn to keep playing it. Because um, the characters don't really have any individual personality. Um, nothing about the world really is is super <laughs> intriguing from a point of like, oh, I have to, I have to know what what's going to happen to this world and uh you know there's like no magical creatures like all <laughs> the animals that you fight there's bears or wolves or boars um and it's just you know people with swords and spears and bows and hammers um that are out walking in the world and yeah you just you can take umbrage to them and you fight them yeah like you can just go up to <laughs> you pretty fight pretty much anyone that you encounter, uh, whether it be, you know, criminals on the road, whether it be cops, uh, whether it be merchants, you can they you can see what their inventory is and just decide I'm gonna fight you and take them all, and it can just be you know beggars like a group of people, yeah, a group of refugees from a war torn area. They're like, <laughs> don't hurt us. We 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 are refugees. You can choose to give them bread and that will make them happy and even after that you can just choose to fight them yes. um, and you can also capture anyone that you fight against which is fun it's a weird game uh, but I found it to be very enjoyable to just kind of do things in so there's no beating this game I mean I presume there is there's like <laughs> a, a finite amount of like um, zones like Counties, I get, I think, is what they are, and they each have their own, like, individual story. Um, so I don't. I think there's two that I haven't been to. Gotcha. Um, but it is kind of a game that you could just play forever because you can also seemingly, infinitely, add people to your party. <laughs> Like, there doesn't really seem to be an upward cap that I have found hmm. of adding party members. I mean, you do have to keep them fed, so that's kind of... Hard. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. People will leave. Um, and, like, people can just leave the party if they're unhappy, <laughs> or they can get captured um, by cops. Like, if you get into a fight with the... Um, the, the armed forces, like if you're wanted, and then you get into a fight, uh, usually they're really hard to fight against the, the, the people who are, the, the cops when they're after you. Mm -hmm. You can beat them, but they're tough. But if you decide to leave, there's a chance that they'll just capture one of your party members, and then you have to fight them to get them back. 
That sucks. Yeah. Uh, I had one one of my starting characters just kind of disappeared. Seemingly in a glitch. Because, like, if they capture your character, they're supposed to stay on the map, I think, forever. Or until you go back to them, but this character was just gone. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. Like it's weird. There's nothing varies nothing individual for me that like gush about or write home about, but the the whole package has just kind of captured my attention. Yeah, it works for you. And it yeah, and it doesn't require like I think because there's no like actual narrative to pay attention to um it uh, it it does there's a level of like I can I don't have to be totally invested in what I'm doing. I can kind of be a bit more relaxed about about the gameplay. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's been fun. Like I, I would recommend it for anyone who who likes this kind of, you know, tactical RPGs and. It's a fun game. All right. Fun enough game. Somehow has continually kept me away from starting Alan Wake. Every yeah. time I've gone. I've turned on the Xbox many times to start out and wake up like mm, yeah, mm, a few more minutes of War Tales. This for a little bit. Do and I just need to a, like? Do I just need to come over and boot up Alan Wake for you? I don't know if it would work. <laughs> you said, "Wait, no, go back to the uh, home screen just, real quick." Then you would just play on his phone. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, yes, that's pretty much all I've been playing, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I warned you this was going to happen. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I looked up the how long to beat, and it said, like, minimum 35 hours, oh maximum, like, 120. And oh I'm like, Seth, you're going to dump too much into this. That's true. <laughs> I want you to look at your hours after you're oh, done. There, it's a lot of, I know, it's a lot of time. <laughs> I think I'm he says, I've been keeping in the track. 70s. Oh, my God. <laughs> And a lot of that is literally going back and forth from one place to another. I know. I watched oh you play God. it, and I'm like, this is just a menu game. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's all of that, <laughs> that um, engaging. But it is. It's, it's okay. It's I think, okay. but I, I do think, weirdly, so part of the, in some way, the tediousness of it is kind of engaging for me, like, though uh-huh. in the way that, there's some stuff that just isn't you can't just like open a menu and do something like you have to go to a specific location in the map and your character your party runs you would love an mmo called world of warcraft (laughs) or literally any other mmo i don't know that that's true what's great is that some of the things that's working for him here i'm pretty sure he did not like about starfield which, it's true. Yeah. Oh my god, I, yeah. I, and I, I I have thought of that. <laughs> uh, there is kind of direct correlations in certain stuff. And and even the fact that like one of my initial impressions was comparing it to a different Bethesda game. In, yeah, in yeah. Skyrim. But Skyrim, yeah. I think the important distinction is that Skyrim does work for me and I could to this day create another character and do all the same stuff. Yeah. And still still, have a blast. still yeah, engage in it. Um, and I mean, clearly the game award voters agree with me about Starfield, so, um, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get there. Did we, uh, the other thing I have played is Mario Party 3. I played it the other day with, uh, my nephew. Yeah, we played that last week instead yes, of recording an yeah. episode. Yep. And I, 
I just feel like we should Stupid talk about... Stupid game. Forrest <laughs> tried mad. to break one of my pro controllers. Yeah, I did, oh, that is a... <laughs> That is an over-freaking-simplification. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought we should take a minute to talk about the experience that we had playing there, because I think we had a lot of fun all around. I think it was all a good time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I won, so I had the most fun. <laughs> yeah, he had the most fun uh, taking away... Yes, I also did the most damage the most mentally and emotionally to Forrest. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever, like... He, so what was it? Like, you took a bunch of my coins away from me as I no, was about so to buy a star? Yeah, what happened was Forrest was, like, one or two spaces away from being able to buy a star. And I just so happened to have found an item that forced you into a game that made you bet all of your coins on a 50-50 chance of getting them back. <laughs> With no skill required for this. Yeah, it's just, like, guessing no, coin. It's it is straight up a guessing game. Yeah, it's, it's a flip a coin. It It, it, it is just... Good luck, loser. Yep, and you got it wrong. And I got it wrong and lost <laughs> all of my coins. You uh, lost required. like 45 coins. Yeah, yes. I was... It was livid. like 40-something coins. And but, I, all I could do was laugh. And then, But then what rubs salt on the wound truly is how useless that decision ended up becoming because... I got all the coins back yeah, in another in, like, in a, for like another a game, game like immediately. <laughs> yes. So I still bought the freaking star that I was going to initially, uh, but was, was just slightly delayed and yep. infinitely more pissed off. Yeah, it was a great moment for you. <laughs> <laughs> For you got to us. experience the triumph and uh, the downfall. I have played Mario Party before. <laughs> I know. I have had this happen to me before. Like every time fun. I play. It's fun. <sighs> Mario Party's great. Yeah. It is fun. A good time I, was if, had by and all. If anyone got shafted the most, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't somehow, know. That Yoshi was pretty who freaking somehow dumb. had the most coins almost the whole time. <laughs> and Every time I got near the star, it just moved away. <laughs> and so I just got screwed. I yeah. was like, there's nothing I can do here. And I remember you were really counting on those bonus stars at the end. And then <laughs> one of us came up me, and you were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you were uh, incensed. Mm. Great Good game, Mario great Party. Game. Yeah. Honestly, can't recommend it enough to anyone that you truly love with all your heart. You yeah. should play Mario Party with them and screw them over in any way possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's in fun. A, in a loving way. Yeah. And don't, like, just, like, the problem with this game is that people take it too serious. Yes. You, I am you people. You should know. <laughs> you should know going in what you're getting. Yeah. And I think, Chill it, out. I think it helps to, I think one of the things that helps in, like, the situation that I put you in is that when it is literally no skill, it's, like, it's hard to even be mad at the outcome. Because it's silly. Yeah. Like, you, you. You put it in a dumb situation. Like it's, I, so in the moment, I was thinking more from like a game design perspective. Like why? Yeah. Like it's why should me as a player be subjected to <laughs> something like this and be yes. punished for it? Yeah, you there know? are so many so. games <laughs> that are literally just chance. Yep. Good luck. That and that you don't really even have any. Like there's the, there are some games. That are chance, but you do have like an active component into choosing to, stuff. Yeah. Like there's there's one game where a bunch of cards are flipped upside down. You have to pick a card. There's like twelve of them, and like five of them are good, five of them are bad, and two of them 
are ones that are will randomize the order of the selection again. And at least in that, there is a sort of illusion of you have the ability to do something right, even though you don't actually know what any of the um, choices are going to be. But then there are ones that are just like, okay, there literally is... It's it's a coin flip no matter what I do here. So. Yeah. And there's so many games like that that it's... <laughs> and I kept getting yeah, those ones. Like, I... Like, looking back on it now, I got that same just guessing game, I think, like, three times. And every single time I lost it. Yep. It was great. <laughs> it was it was wonderful. When I was playing with my nephew this past weekend, it got to a point where we were like, okay, we're kind of... We are a bit too annoyed by these games that we have no <laughs> chance of winning. Because um, I also put the the computers on a higher difficulty. Oh my god! Which is you know, and so there were ones that we were just like, all right, I'm gonna we just I'm gonna even... save state here and make <laughs> sure you can choose the right thing or make sure the computer chooses the wrong thing. Yeah, and then it's like you know, it, then I don't care as long as this person loses, and I think it improved the game. <laughs> yeah, fun time. We had a fun time. Yeah, I'd do it again. Yeah, I would too. I would I would like to play the Super Mario Party like the the remakes more than the old yeah. ones. Just I don't know. We'll have to next time we'll have to do dual mode in which it is a monster catcher and you fight each other and you have health points. Mm. Mm. Yes. A monstie catcher. Oh yeah. Ooh. You Good love it, David. Monsties. Did you play anything else besides Alan Wake 2? Yes, Forest? I played Jusan. Mm. Oh, yeah, people have been playing don't that game. Don't game, yep. question mark? Yeah. The rock climbing game. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Um, it's it's very beautiful. I like playing it, but like sometimes it's really weird to move around. Uh, basically, when you're climbing, you're controlling each of your character's hands with the triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it just does not want to read. So there cool. were, yeah, there were like, I'm going to say a solid handful and a half of instances where I was pressing the triggers. Like I had a really good motion going and then out of nowhere, my character just kind of like freezes and starts like, like reaching, but like not reaching. Maybe they're tired. Like, or they're like, or like just, well, so there is a stamina bar. Um, and you can just rest in, like mm. where you're in the middle of climbing up and it will just refill the stamina. Like it's almost like no, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like no risk, no risk. Um, but yeah, sometimes the climbing just doesn't register or mm. like you're in the middle of like having a pretty solid flow going and it just stops you. And I'm like, and you kind of just have to sit there and fumble for a few seconds until you get back on track. Weird. Yeah. Um, Very weird. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, it's not enough to make me, like, stop playing the game, but it's enough to get me kind of actively annoyed by it and be like, ah, you know? Yeah, come on, don't nod. Yeah, and it's a very simple game so far. Uh, so the fact that even a mechanic as simple as climbing apparently can not be perfect. It's the only mechanic of, of the game so far. Have you thought of getting good? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I 
told you this, or if I was talking with you, I think it was the night that you and I were playing Halo. Uh, Allie came in and oh, yeah, she, yeah, she was did. like, did, have you considered getting good? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were getting like, or I was mm. getting like mad at the game or whatever. I was doing it as good okay. as I could. I wasn't going to talk about this. That night. It's about to bag on, he's about to no, bag no, no. on girlfriend. <laughs> no. Uh, I have been playing the new Call of Duty. Mm. I'm sorry. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, much better than Halo Infinite. Uh, dear God, I hated. I, I, I actually like at the end of that Halo Infinite. Really, I was like bummed. I'm like, man, this makes me feel bad playing this. I like maybe the time to and then I played. I've been playing Call of Duty like for like oh, a Call couple of Duty is hours like an instantaneous day. TK, and, but it's not as and this one is a. Uh, it's a little more? Yes. Yeah, so that's okay. one of the things about this one is that they've increased the time to kill. Hmm. And some people hate it. Uh, the, they can go play hardcore where it is instantaneous. And <laughs> I hate this is like a games. good mix between what is Halo and what is co- like the newer Call of Duty where it's instantaneous. Okay. Um, but man, uh, very good game. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's Call of Duty. It's the Modern Warfare 2 maps remastered. Yeah, is it, it the TTK or is it the maps? It's I, a little bit of both. Like, um, if you were playing in the Modern Warfare 2 maps on Halo Infinite, would you think it was a much better game? No. I I don't like the... I, I think that I don't like what they've done with the weapons in Halo Infinite. I mm. think that removing the old shotgun... Like, they, they changed too much of the stuff, and they've added too many weapons that I don't think are good. If they would just opinion. bring back the simple plasma rifle, I think I would have almost no complaints if with the weapons at this bring, point. If they would bring back the card system, that would get me to play. That would be interesting. I liked the card system. Um, but I do have a genuine problem with... Yeah. I was so <laughs> confused. Um, <laughs> but, but what makes this Call of Duty good is that... Um, A, the Modern Warfare 2 maps, and B, just genuinely the insanity of seeing uh, Nicki Minaj run at you with a knife and kill you. Because... Isn't Spawn in the game now, Yeah, too? there's... The weirdest skins are in this mm, game. Yeah. Like, there's Nicki Minaj, uh, there's Spawn... Oprah. Uh, Skeletor. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. What... Call of Duty has become... A weird kind of Fortnite, and I don't want to hear from any Call of Duty person ever again how unserious Fortnite is when I get killed by Nicki Minaj. Who it's is, almost funnier when it's in the hyper realistic. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Super brown. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, my so to comparing the two. Genuinely, like, the time to kill in Halo is too high. And for some reason, it feels like there is the... I wish least, I, I felt that same way. There is at least the perception <laughs> that the time to kill is very high for you to kill someone. But when someone is coming at you, it's almost instantaneous. instantaneous yeah. And I don't know where that disconnect is. Especially because in Call of Duty, I'm getting shot at. My screen is turning red, and I'm usually at least either able to get to cover or 
I can start hitting the cover and I know I died because I wasn't moving. Call of Duty enough. sells grenade indicators, right? Yes. Grenade indicators. You can throw back grenades. That whole deal. <sighs> we, um, we need that in Halo uh, very badly, um, especially with the amount of grenade spam. That is just constant and infinite. Um, mm, I do think it is a mortal sin that this game is $70, though. It should not be $70. Isn't it inside of Modern Warfare 2? It is yes. a re re-engineering of Long Modern Warfare short, 2 yes. <laughs> because there was never going to be a Modern Warfare 3. It was just going to be dumping these skins as a big DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, they and, decided, and a campaign expansion, right? Or and something. a campaign expansion, which they decided was big enough to necessitate a full release. Which it really wasn't. In my opinion... <laughs> I don't think this would have happened under Microsoft's leadership, but because mm-hmm. Bobby Kotick and Activision is still in charge, you get the $70 r- release of what was just going to be DLC. Well, look, eventually and, it'll be on Game Pass. And it, it, and it proves <laughs> how silly this is because eventually in the future, they are going to move the Modern Warfare 2 maps to Modern Warfare 3 mm-hmm. because it is just the same game right. that was meant to be all together. Um so you can't currently play the Modern Warfare 2 maps in Modern Warfare 3, even though it is Modern the Warfare The SEO 2. answer, stupidly, is of course you're playing Modern Warfare 2 maps in Modern Warfare 3. Just yes. 2009 <laughs> Modern, War- Modern Warfare 2. Exactly. Uh, uh, that's yes. Funny. Um, yeah, very bad SEO. Uh, Trust me, I tried to Google how to install Modern Warfare 3 because I was having issues. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> it is a and it is a minefield yes. because it's all the old stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that was what I... I think I, w- I want people to get this game to play it with me. I have a couple friends that have it. We've been playing. It's a good time. In my opinion, the zombies mode sucks really bad. Mm. But that's fine. Because Treyarch is the only Call of Duty studio that that made good zombies. Yeah. yeah. We need to figure out a different name. We got Modern Warfare. We had Advanced Warfare. Mm. What's the next one? Postmodern Warfare? (laughs) I think we need to go to Civil Warfare. I was going to say Medieval Warfare. Ooh, I would like Prog Warfare. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Progressive Post. Yeah. Yeah. Hard Warfare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, core fair, hardcore. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. I feel like we civil warfare. I just feel like it'd be boring because you know. Says like you. Stand up. <laughs> Shoot. No, you're thinking of revolutionary warfare. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Maybe guerrilla warfare is the next one. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Because that's an actual thing. Yeah. I can't believe. Why is Nicki Minaj a scared? <laughs> it's still, and like, it's not He's like. still there. It's because it's not like cartoony, like Ari- Ariana Grande and Fortnite or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is a hyper realistic Nicki Minaj like she was scanned in. running at you with a gun. And it's like, oh God. It's kind of horrifying. It, it, it is. And Does she, any of her music play? No, no, no. Uh. But, ooh. God, we're already, we're running an hour on what we've played. I did spend $35 in Rocket League to have the Lightning McQueen skin. <laughs> and every time I score on someone, it yells ka-chow, and then Life is a Highway starts playing. I have seen it. And there's nothing more perfect me, in the world. me quit out of the game. <laughs> Just uninstall not, the game. Yeah, not even quit the match. 
like exit the game. Who would close the game? Maybe uh, maybe turn off the console. You love, I love it because I score. It goes good chow near. That's just like that is, that is such the biggest like knife twist. Uh, <laughs> And God. and so what's great, they haven't done this with any other Rocket League skin, but Lightning McQueen reacts to stuff mm. because he's Lightning freaking McQueen. He's, he's a living he's, being. His eyes move around and follow the ball. Like, it's awesome. It is amazing. I need more Cars things in Rocket League or just even games that I'm playing. Give me yeah. Lightning McQueen skins in Forza. Give me Lightning McQueen skins in... Halo, give me I don't a, care. Give me a Cars World in Kingdom Hearts. I would love to see Sora as a car. Does, well, does he become a car, or does he ride inside of Lightning McQueen? That'd no, be a summon. No. That's a summon. He, yeah, he'd be a summon. Yeah. But he would become a car. But how would he swing the Keyblade? You know, things In his happen. teeth, like he in did teeth. in the Pride Lands when he was a little lion cub. Yeah, he was a lion cub. He didn't, like, stand up as a cat and swing the Keyblade. Yeah. He uses teeth. Does Lightning McQueen have teeth? Yeah. He's got a mouth. Look at his mouth. He talks. I've got Lightning McQueen right here. He speaks Japanese. <laughs> He's still going. But yeah. Now, this Lightning McQueen is inaccurate. I because, guess he could be a different car also. Because his headlights are really there. And we all know that because Lightning McQueen is a race car, his headlights are just stickers. Yeah. So this, I mean, it's a toy from Disney, It's but it's not accurate. <laughs> That's fine. It's not screen accurate. Not screen accurate. So in the world of cars, is Lightning McQueen a different race? Good question. We don't need to go down this road <laughs> because I've gone down it. Because there definitely are cars that have headlights. Yes. In yeah. cars. Yes. We'd, he'd be a different... Is he, is he like... A different... Like... No, like have like, they been... How do ethnicities with cars Genetically work? engineered to, to be racing animals? Does Henry Ford still exist? I, in so the cars world as a human? It's very weird because what do you consider a different race? Because there's like different types of cars. We got an Indy 500. There's, <laughs> there's like... There's sports cars. There's uh, like... There's like Luigi, yeah, and yeah, they've yeah. got the little arms. I, and, and I mean, if if you go into the greater cars world, there's also other vehicles. You know, it's hard to say. But this is like, this is a genetic no headlights. difference. Yes, it's it's like a genetic difference. Yeah. How do eugenics work in the cars yeah, world? That's what I'm getting at. I yeah. think there's the I there's think something they, at play there. The the race cars are like. They are like lifted up as celebrities, but it's more like they're like in a Hunger Games type thing where they're being used as amusement for the people. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's possible. But Cars 3 kind of gets into that. So there or you I go. guess <laughs> gladiators. You know, they were they were like slaves and they. And I'm I not mean, even joking that Cars. Kind of death sport. I'm not even joking that Cars 3 kind of gets into that. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's not the spy one, right? No. No. Cuts Cars 2, that movie is very bad. But that's also... But canon. A, it's a Mater movie, not a Lightning McQueen movie. They ignore it completely in Cars 3. They yeah, don't... Didn't he, doesn't Lightning die at the beginning of Cars 3? No. He does not. That's a shame. But he does get close. <laughs> I agree. That is a shame. They really... No, they really I, it was, he's great. They really As an avid Cars hater, uh, I wish he died at the beginning of 3. I do think that I guess if Sora was a tow truck, he could hold the Keyblade in his hook. 
swing it around. I think it's unfair to consider Sora turning into a mater like Totra. Yeah, he... well, it's Sora be... would be obviously a race car. Yeah, but then how's he gonna hold the Keyblade? Goofy would be no. The Sora Totra. would be a dune buggy. Ooh, that would be so good. Does exist in Cars World? Uh, Have there been any? They should. I haven't seen any. Donald would be a helicopter. Now, that does technically exist in the Cars universe because of the movie Planes. Right. Which is a Walt Disney Animation Group movie, not a Pixar movie. But it's in the same universe. Right, right, right. Donald would be the plane. What would Goofy be? Goofy would be the tow truck. Easy. I mean, he's definitely he's got to be something big because he's a shield guy. No, yeah. he's he'd be a fire engine. No, he's the he's like that kind. He's like the plow truck thing. Mm. Well, like it's he's a like, shield that's on front. Yeah, yeah. He's like a there's tractors. He would be like a yeah, yeah. He would have the scoop front. Yeah, yeah. Or he would be a VW Sora bus. <laughs> yeah, is a scooter. I Ooh. was gonna make a joke before that he'd be like a Vespa or something. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm here for this. I You don't understand. I love those movies, except for two. Um, the shorts are also very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Cars Corner. Do we want to do, do we want to extend Movie Corner a quick second? To what? I mean, we've all watched uh, a movie. Hey, hold on. Hold on. I have a bit that's here. Right, we've right. all watched um, a movie from a beloved video game horror franchise True. Resident Evil Death Island <laughs> no, I didn't know that came out it yes, did I've, I've been tempted to watch it I've seen it like, it's, it's not it's, bad it's right there on my Netflix it is uh, a Resident Evil just it, it through looks, and through it looks ridiculous yes the CGI looks awful, but in kind of a good yeah, way. Yes, and it's so weird because they're using, like, some of the models from, like, for Jill from, like, Resi 3 Remake. Like, That's, that is weird. Like, so she looks, like, great, and everyone else looks mm. off. Like, they're still in, like, the MT Frameworks models <laughs> from before the RE engine was a thing. Is Ethan Winters in it? No. All right, it's going to be a pass. Ah. But yeah, we all saw Five Nights at Freddy's. I've seen it twice now, actually. Really? Yeah. Twice? Yeah, I saw it uh, with Billy before he moved, and then saw it with Allie the other night. Oh. Yeah. So you've seen it three times? No, no, no. That was twice. Didn't you see it with us? No. No, he he couldn't, remember? Yeah. We picked the time, and then he couldn't go. Yeah, My, my plans went awry that night. Unfortunately, that's right. Just, just like us. Mike Schmidt's plans when he went into that old pizzeria. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ended up watching like four hours of Five Nights at Freddy's lore videos after seeing that movie. Really? So, yeah. Have you seen the the latest Mad Pat video about it, where he talks about how the lore connects to all the di- how it comes from all the different pieces of Freddy's media? No, I need to. Though. And he uses it to speculate on what the sequel will be. Hmm. Mm. So this movie is in continuity with the games? No. 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 It picks different parts from the continuity it of, matches of the it game together. and books. Okay. Because you know that Scott Cawthon wrote books. Yes. This is a multimedia yes. franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. May I read them? <laughs> mm. uh, it was a fun no. it was, it was a weird movie, but pretty fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. A lot it. less yeah, like it was being fine. scared by the 
the animatronics than you would expect. I love that they used actual animatronics. Yeah, they were cool. That was so great. And and they looked... Kind of goofy sometimes. Yeah. Because of the eyes. It was a weird, like, uncanny valley thing for me where they looked... Where, you know, there's this weird thing when digital representations, they, they get into this area where they look so close to real life that it feels wrong. Yeah. I feel like these real life interpretations got so, so close, close to, to looking, looking digital up, yeah. that it was like, there's something, yeah, something off-putting off about this. Yeah. But it doesn't look but like it, they were digitally cool. touched up or anything Yeah, like, I, they were, the be- the most impressive part of the movie was the yes, animatronics yes. that they made. I really like the kill where the girl uh, gets into Ooh, her yeah. mouth. That Reaches was her hand up into rough. the mouth. I don't know what you think is going to happen. And then yep. sucked in. Warmer. Cleaved down the middle by Freddy's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. She's terrible. And she's probably, you know, she did a bad thing, but I still felt bad for her out of all the people that got killed yeah i felt kind of oh, bad screw that, the other guys that, she, that in that manner too <laughs> just getting chomped war- in half yeah uh, kind of a brutal movie but also it has to shy away from it a little yeah, bit but weirdly like kids are going to be watching yeah, this it's it has these moments of of like kind of gnarly kills yeah and, but then it it's so weird the like the level of that compared to the level of just kind of the rest of the movie. weirdness that is <laughs> happening out in the rest of the movie that doesn't really involve the robots being evil and trying to kill you. Right. Very strange. Yeah. And all their killing happens in the daytime. Not even throw that out there. Yeah. It was fun though. I'll definitely watch the sequel when it comes out. What's your favorite bunny? Or what's your favorite <laughs> robot? Animatronic. <laughs> I mean, I only have a passing knowledge of all of them from all of the games, but... Um, from this movie. From the movie, I I mean, I think Foxy... Foxy is, gets is the, the most to... He, he gets the most to do, and that's because he has the most... Uh, he's got speed. He's got the most, like, uh, typically scary silhouette. Yeah. Like, he's long and and slender, and he's got, got a big hook, hook hand. hand. And so it just kind of lends himself and toward he's got an killing eye yeah. And he's got a lot more sharp angles than all of the others do. Yeah. So it makes sense. From a design he's, standpoint. He's the one that is the scary one. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, I did like the scene where he's running really fast at you because that was a thing. Mm-hmm. That, that was the thing he did in, in the first game. Yeah. My yeah. favorite is the cupcake. Yeah, <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I really like Chica, just because I like the word Chica, and also uh, I just think the, the the little chicken robot looks funny. They all look funny. Got, it has more teeth. Yeah. <laughs> like teeth, than teeth the others. Get those teeth I out feel. of that beak. Yeah. Please. Yeah. We don't need a teeth beak. Yeah, Shout out to Jim Henson. Or the yes. Jim Henson. The, yeah, they did it. They did job. those they did animatronics. I, I didn't notice that until I watched it in the theaters with Allie, because she, she pointed it out. And I was like, "Holy crap!" I like, I love that for them. Shout out to the Jim Henson. And I, and I think it's cool that they went to them because I feel like a different 
uh, like studio in charge of making this will treat it as just like it's just you know it's just another video game IP. Yeah, or like and they or just wouldn't. make it all CG or something. Right, then they wouldn't put the care into being like, oh, let's go to these people who are renowned for making puppets. Literally, to get them to yeah. make these puppets. Almost the progenitors of yeah puppets so think, in film. Like, I, yeah, I think it, they're the most impressive thing, and I think the the best choice that the production made was to have actual physical things. Yeah. Because that also allows the uh, actors to be actually a, be in the space and interact with them the, yeah. know, for the amount that they do. But, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. My only other note is that the guy, Peter Malark, was... Acting in a different movie than everyone else, he <laughs> yeah. was he was really trying to he was really trying to sell the movie. He was trying to sell it so hard, and the rest of the people were in a B movie, and he yeah. he was playing it for for an Oscar. A's. Yeah, yeah. And I Matthew you know, Loder go was him. good in it. Yeah, he and, was great. And his, in his small performance, he was great. Man, yeah, there's there's some good foreshadowing yeah. um, in the movie, and it's specifically with like the first scene that Matthew Lillard's character oh, yeah. is in. Yeah. Oh man, he see he sees the name on the file like, mm. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh crap. <laughs> but you don't know why. Yeah. Until the end. Yeah, it's it wonderful. Fun. Fun to watch. It's on Peacock. Yeah. Another watch it. Another video game thing on Peacock that I watched. Uh, I finished Twisted Metal. Yeah, that show is really good. It's fun and dumb. Joe is pumping his fist in the air. Everyone right now. should watch it. the The episodes are maybe twenty minutes long most of the time. Oh shoot, really? Yeah, you could watch all of okay, it. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, it is <laughs> stupid how short most of that show is. Um. But yeah, uh, actually, very good. Jason Manzukis is great in the two episodes he's in. Um, yeah, Naturally. he is preacher from Twisted. Now, Man. will another competing company make a Vigilante Eight show to try and get on the craze? No, but that would be great. Um, but all right, we're gonna take a break and then be back with uh, some news and mostly game awards stuff. Because we so get ready, we've Jeff. been running long. Yippee! We're coming for you, Keely. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's get to some news that is good. Bad, maybe, who knows. Uh, Maybe even ugly. Dang it. Um, (laughs) Nintendo and Sony are teaming up to make a Legend of Zelda live-action movie. Mm. Now, this isn't Sony gaming. Right. What if it was? Well, we're they not going to... They do know those people who made The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a quick what about complaint here. Why didn't they just get Sony animation for this? After they their to be live action. successes with... They wanted to be live-action. They wanted <sighs> to be different than the Mario movie, I would bet. They don't want to Yeah, that's why you get long. Sony Animation in the studio who did, like, Spider-Verse. <laughs> I mean, that would be like, wild, but they're know? working on their own movie. Yeah. They've got another Spider-Verse that they have to put out. Yeah, I know. Just, Soon. like, just, uh, Maybe yeah. when, uh, maybe, like, 
They'll do Majora's Mask that way. I don't know, man. I I have little faith that this will even happen. But I guess it's been in the works for years. I feel like the fact that they've been public about it makes it a bit different. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. They're not ones in general to talk about stuff like this. Even when stuff is like known behind the scenes, they yeah. they refuse to engage. The moment in they talk about it out loud, now, I they, say they this is years off. Through. So, yeah. who knows? It's yeah, probably... it's interesting. I I remember there was a while back, there was all the speculation that they were working with like HBO or something to make a show, and then yeah. the, when it got out, they decided to cancel the plans. Um, uh, I remember thinking about it back then, like how they would make Link work. I've, I've come to the conclusion that they probably just have to make him talk, but I think it would be more interesting. Maybe not, in, maybe not in terms of a movie, but I think it would be a, a, it would be more interesting if he does not talk in the movie. Um, that would probably be easier to do with a TV show, but I mean, okay, hear me out. You could kind of do like um like a western or like a Mandalorian spin on the idea of Link as a character. Like still have him be like the driving force in a story but also not really have much to say. Right. Cuz a, a lot of what he's saying is actually just him doing things. Yeah. Like and his I mean, action. It, it would be kind of representative of his character. I mean, he's kind of a tool that is used to yeah he is a tool uh and there are other people around him who are giving the player the information about why all this stuff is happening yeah rather than um so i don't know like uh, he's he's gonna talk in the movie it's just kind of a thing that he's gonna be voiced by or he's gonna be played by chris pratt (laughs) no he'll be played by someone else but voiced by chris pratt he'll be played by chris pine yeah overdubbed chris pratt yeah Hmm. I don't know. I think it's hard to know what the quality of this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's my problem. It has to be, I, in my opinion, it would have to be the Breath of the Wild storyline. Like, that's probably even the one that makes, most, makes the most sense. Um, maybe yeah, Ocarina but it's a sparse, of Time. It's a but... sparse storyline for them to, to do... Unless they wanted to do it like Green Knight style, where the most the oh majority of the God. movie is his, is just him walking through Hyrule and you with these huge shots well, of wide up, open space. I would, and I would love that. That would be great. <laughs> I would be so there for that. It um, would it would be him going. It would be him waking up and then going on the journey and visiting the locations and bringing up the past. I think there's a lot of story that you yeah. can do there. I think what is more likely, um, so instead of the Green Knight angle, is that it's probably just going to be Lord of the Rings angle. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that seems the most like big easy cast, to... Big cast of characters. Then we get a big... We got a Goron. Yeah. Avengers Goron. Endgame moment where mm-hmm. Link is fighting the... Yeah, the I Guardians mean, I, I and... think it, it is going to be an original story, just sort of like a generalized version of Link has to defeat Ganon to save the yeah. world, and he helps people along the way. And the Goron says, "On your left," and he comes up from. Yeah. He, rolls he rolls up. up he rolls in. Yeah. Out of a hole in yeah. the ground. Or yeah. from a volcano off in the and a, background. A Rito flies by. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one. That, it, it would be Cass. He flies by with his accordion. Mm-hmm. 
Starts playing the Avengers theme. <laughs> oh, God. And all this would happen, well, in slow motion, Link and Prince side on Kiss. Mm. That's what... Oh, passion. It has to be what happens. Um, but, yeah. You know... They're just friends. <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, I think it would be cooler if they did weirder stuff in this but i just i know that they won't right it's gonna Which, be boring and it's too bad because there is a lot of weird stuff in zelda that would look that would be really striking put on screen yeah uh but maybe they can save that for the sequel yeah you know imagine not... a freaking a majora's mask movie would be nuts yeah it would be, be actively insane but i just don't think that's what's gonna happen i i think i would almost prefer like um like a Star Wars Visions style, just anthology series yeah. of show cool. me a bunch of different people's like ten minute takes on Zelda. You know, hey, what about this? I saw this. So uh, it's in the real world. We have just uh, an, an every an ordinary Joe is going about his day and <laughs> finds out that a um, you know. We, we, we know that an asteroid is about to hit. This is great cataclysmic event is going to hit the Earth. And is it like everyone's freaking out. Uh, and eventually, like, saying goodbye to loved ones, people are trying to do what they can do. Um, we find out that the, all the government's plans have failed. Uh, and so we get this pointed moment of him. Yeah, I've like, seen Don't Look Up. Yeah, yeah, like the end of Don't Look Up. But then he dies, wakes up the next day. Like the... Walking like what? What's going on? And there's this guy. You met with a terrible fate, haven't you? And it's like a reverse isekai of Link in the real world in this guy. Shut up! And there's this big (laughs) meteor coming, and he's got to figure it out. This is what a different movie studio would do with this property. It would not be a video game. It would take place in the real world. Right. Um, I think it could work. It would be cool. It should be a TV show. I should pitch this to someone. You're like talking about the A24 version of this. <laughs> no, that's the Green Knight. That's yeah. the Green Knight yeah. of the Wild. Yeah. 10 out of 10 movie. Look, I'm saying God. this would be fun to watch. It's a time loop movie, which are always good. Name a bad that one. That is true. Um, I, I can't think of a bad one yet. It's just sort of a... It's, it's changing what Link's... Uh, who Link is and kind of what his nature to the story is. What if it's actually a fierce deity origin movie? That'd also be cool. Could be. Yeah. He becomes the fierce deity at the end. Yeah. Like it's his like super power up at the end of the movie, you know? Yeah. The question is, what would the giants be? Could they, would they just be giants? They, they rise up to stop the meteor. Gosh, I forgot that game. It's a great I, game. I beat it once, and that's because I didn't like it that much. And I, yeah, I'm sorry. I. You I've, never saw the, I guess you, you probably never got to see Kafe and Anju get married. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> Listen, I tried. It I, is the most emotionally resonant part of that game. Yeah. I In beat all it, of Zelda. I beat it on the 3DS, and that was it. That was good. I never could beat it on the N64. 
you know, um, Prince Sedan still exists. Yeah, but you, uh, there's so much work goes into it. You learn about these characters from all these different angles. You come to visit them at different points in time, like relative to where they are and where the world is going to end. I just think it's, it's. I just find it, I just think it's neat. <laughs> I think it's neat for you too. I, so did you get the fierce deity mask? I don't think so. I can't remember. Probably not. I like I said. I I played that thing and beat it on the 3ds, and I yeeted everything in my brain out of it. That's fair. Because I I didn't like it that much. I wanted to. Everyone like this is a bunch of my friends' favorite Zelda game, and I yeah. don't get it. Um. What about this? The moments when Link put on the mask and had a horrible scream what? as the so, the spirit of someone else's dead body <laughs> took possessed over them. It's, it's no Oracle of Seasons or Oracle of Ages. So. <laughs> really what could be, <laughs> you know? You know. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely is no Link Between Worlds. I was about so, to say, brother. Which is, I mean, maybe better than Breath of the Wild in some aspects. Yeah, that game is nearly game. perfect. Put um, that. Nintendo remaking all these games... I wish that could be on Switch. That yeah. Would, that would be so Yeah, fun. man. I'd love to play through that game again. Yeah. Desperately need to play it again. I love that game. It's a great game. Godly. Um, yeah. Um, so there's a there's so much news. Uh, Roller Drum is releasing on November 28th on Game Pass. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um Cool. Vampire Survivors are getting a free 1.8 update where they're going to add a bunch of stuff and a small story mode to explain the lore of the game. Yo. Which I kind of wish they weren't doing. Yeah, it's kind to... of more fun being weird. Yeah. I mean, you don't have, to you don't have partake to partake in it. Um, uh, Lies of P is getting updated to make the game easier. Isn't this the and, second time they've done it? Yes. And uh, all of you are cowards. Uh, the game is great. Yeah. It should just play. This is while like it's pre hard. and post patch Elden Ring. No, this is worse because <laughs> this. Yeah, because that because that, that patch made Elden Ring less fun to play because it because it, it, it nerfed stuff. Yeah, this is only making things better. Like this is it's making nerfing enemies. It's making enemies slower and the weapons do more damage, so it is making the game inherently easier. Yeah, um, it's not like nerfing weapons that people overused and make, making the game harder. Yeah. It is only accessibility diff changes. Which, FromSoft, you don't also overuse it. Don't make the weapon so good and so fun to use. Right. Yeah. It's not my fault that the Sword of Nine Flame is the funnest thing in the world. It's, I'm sorry. It's no Blasphemous Blade. Uh, I can it's just... It's all about that ice axe. I that can big just, ice stomp just freeze everyone. I can just Kamehameha forever. Love that move. Kamehameha forever and then hit with a flame circle, which is great. Ah, oh, dude. The amazing. dragon breath. Ooh. That was weak. That game. That dude, nah, you didn't know how to use it, dude. My that build... It, dude. <laughs> Ooh, brother. Um... Uh, Capcom has a major unannounced title mm. that is going to release by March of 2024. Mega Man. Is it Me Mega it's Man? It's not Mega Man. I'm sorry. I know. But is it Resident Evil or Monster It's Hunter? a new Strider game. It's... That's something. Thank you. There's something there. <laughs> I'm assuming it'll be announced at the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have to... Guess it is Resident Evil. <laughs> what if it's, it's a just... Dino Crisis remake? I mean, finally, cool what if it's Resident Evil Nine? Eh. 
But I could take a break wow. from Resident Evil for a little bit. You know? No. What about okay, Resident Evil, but does the virus turns people into dinosaurs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm there. The D virus. Eat, eat Ark's Wait, lunch. Look, they in in eight in village, sorry. They show that people can turn into basically anything based yeah. on the what you put inside them. So why not? Yeah. Dino people. Listen, they'll have the D virus and it'll and the turn D people detector, the D terminal. Yeah. All no. types of digivice. <laughs> turn people oh, into dinosaurs. And then we get Dino Crisis. Maybe Capcom's making a major Digimon game and no one knows. God. Be wild. That'd be something. Um I really don't know what it could Digi, be. Like Digi a, Monster a, Hunter. Oh. <laughs> don't. Oh, the face you just made. Uh, I would Pure love that ecstasy. game. That would be quite a game. <laughs> that would be insane. That's how you get me to play Monster Hunter. Just to make a Digimon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, this. It's so easy how uh, good a game can be if you just re-flavor yeah. the aesthetic of it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's talk about the Game Awards nominations. Sure. Let's... Because so, it came out. It's always a big day in gaming Jeff, news. Someone... Uh, so, I subscribe to um, Aftermath.site. Uh, okay. There's two websites that have sort of spun up in the ashes of Kotaku and Motherboard and other sites that oh. have now shelved. Um, Aftermath is... A lot of the old Kotaku people, Luke Plunkett, mm-hmm. Gita Jackson, a couple of them, uh, and Remap, which is all of the Waypoint people. Um, so they're both great, and they're all doing. They're doing a defect. They're they're doing Defector esque, like Defector is the Deadspin moved off and did their own thing. Um, so they're doing their own thing now yeah. too. And there was a great article about how, um, Jeff Cayley already looks tired, <laughs> like in the <laughs> announcement of these games, he already looks exhausted. I think that uh, isn't because of the work. I think <laughs> that is because of how serious he thinks the work is. <laughs> <laughs> and how unserious he feels that other people think the work is. Yes, I understand. Or how much unnecessary work he yeah. is putting into the all No, I, I'm saying he, to him, all of his work is necessary because yeah. he wants to make this the shining bastion of the video games industry for everyone to see. Yes. Whereas everyone else is like, you know, it's all right. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the six games nominated for Game of the Year. Yep. We have Alan Wake 2. Sure. Seems a little soon, but it's fine. It We've had this happen before. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, Super, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Great game. Resident Evil 4. Question mark. Uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I've actually played... All played five out of six of these. Yeah, it was great. Um, I will get to play Baldur's Gate three one day. It's coming to the Xbox in December, according to them. I have I have, I have a theory about that in a moment. Um, but 
Uh, great list. My only question mark is Resident Evil 4. Um, I think Resident Evil 4 is a fair inclusion based on the amount of work that was done for it to, like, that can kind of qualify it as a, a new game. Like, there is no sure. hard and fast rule against remakes. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know, I feel like the Dead Space remake was a little bit, like, more impressive in that sphere of things of, like, remaking stuff. Um, sure, sure, sure. But then, like, there are other games this year that I think are more interesting as picks uh, and were overall just a, a breath of newness into the industry which a lot of these other games kind of are or like not to say that Resident Evil 4 remake isn't a an extremely solid game but I don't know if it stands above any of these other games that are all new things yeah, I mean, I don't. It's it's weird. I feel we do. Now we do tend to act like this is a list developed by robots or something, um, but it is always you know it's writers who are pulled to make to form the nominations for these. Right, and clearly none of them played Hi-Fi Rush enough. But I think it's a weird category in that it it. it does kind of get down to best triple A game. Oh yeah. yeah. Mean, very rarely is there anything unless out. they're like supremely incredibly like breakthrough things like oh. Hades was. Yeah. Or something that you're best friends with Jeff like Joseph Fares and his It Takes Two game. Yeah. Just saying that <laughs> the only reason that was up I mean there. it it takes two did something unique. I mean it, unique Sort of. It was something that he had done before in other games, but it was it was a unique experience. That, and I and I think that I I don't I'm not mad with that having won. Um, but yeah, it is. I don't know. It we we make big deals about talking about these nominations. Yeah, yeah. But if they are silly. But generally, I want everyone to know everything that you would expect to be in certain categories always show up. Um, which is why it's interesting that uh, Starfield is not on the Game of the Year. Uh, I laughed where I did see it in. Right, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get there, yeah. I'm just confused that Lies of P or Starfield is not where Resident Evil 4 is. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, I don't think that Resident Evil 4 doesn't deserve recognition. But I do think that it is the same game almost it is nothing changed uh except for graphical fidelity it plays the same it's the same mechanics it's the same same puzzles everything plot scenario Um, like so what's the stuff so was resident evil 2 remake not nominated i don't remember oh that would be a little hard what we would have to someone would have to vamp while I, I think that was like twenty nineteen. What year did that come out? Because I think because I think that was the first year that I was on <laughs> on the podcast. On yeah, the sorry, day. thank you. I, I needed the, a little bit of a burping there. Um, it was either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Um, twenty nineteen came, came out twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was the first year I was on the podcast. Twenty three nineteen. Um, 
that like that was I think my game of the year for that year. Twenty three nineteen. Um, but it, I don't I would, remember if I, I got would, yeah if I don't it know was if it was nominated, but I would for this at least. It seems like a thing that would have been nominated. Um, it was also nominated for game of the year. Okay, I, but and I don't think it would have been as controversial because again, it did change things by going to the first person and was kind of a revelation, um, and was seemingly a, a more breakout hit than even four was when it came out. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really surprised because everyone when four came out, everyone raved about it. Sekiro won game of the year that year. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, should have been that. Control. <laughs> but <that's fine. laughs> I, I, I don't agree. Uh, but go ahead. Um, Listen, Remedy will get it this year. I don't know. (laughs) There are other things that could be put in place of this. Um, But I'm sort of, like, I'm not surprised that Starfield isn't on here because, as I've said, I don't think it's all that great. Yeah. It's definitely not uh, quality-wise in anywhere near my personal game of the year. Um... I'm kind of surprised and that think, Final Fantasy 16 isn't in, like, the I, place ever. I, like, I know you don't agree with that, <laughs> um, but, like... I am actually mad where this game did get nominated. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is there is one point where I'm not happy, and we'll get there. <laughs> and Liza P is also interesting. Um, I, I just don't think it was big enough. Which is weird because it was a, a huge people breakout hit when it came out, but I also don't know that 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 kind of breakout was sort of relative to its expectations versus, like, comparative to other huge games. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Um, Oddly enough, very little Diablo 4 in this yeah. also. This is a <laughs> this is a comparison that... I did notice that. Not everyone will... The, the, so, it reminds me of, like, college football, or college sports yeah, yeah, in yeah. general, how... Before a season even starts, a top 25 will be put out, and people will be like, these are who I think are the best teams. And then that affects, throughout the whole season, that will affect the way that teams move up and down. So, like, if you... um, So, like, people will... If a team is ranked number five and then loses, they'll only drop down a couple spots. Uh, But if a team is, you know unranked and wins it, it takes a lot more for them to to get to into. rise yeah to get into that pack of people um and and so and and really those are just based on sort of assumptions and so i think there is probably some of that in that people go into maybe not a whole year but into like certain um video game like into certain times when video games are coming out with already knowing okay this is going to be good this is going to be good and so i think that does sort of tint the way people will look back on like the a catalog of games that have come out like there are the games that you were anticipating and were good and i think those are easy to right easier to stay in your mind versus some of those that surprised you yeah i don't know i can give that it's we see it every year with these. Every every once in a while, there will be unexpected things on the game of the year list. Uh, but generally, it's always going to be kind of. I feel like this one was the usual really suspects. predictable. Yeah, even though it's a, yeah. it's a murderer's row of games. Like it's they're all like killers, but 
I just, I don't know. I would have rather seen, there's always one game, and you know yeah. what, no, I push back against you saying that Lies of P wasn't big enough, because Stray was nominated last year. Oh my god. Like, That's true. It's there's there's really no rhyme or reason to what big is when it comes to the game of the year because it's like I would I, say in at my least... opinion there's no reason Stray should have been and even then do you think that Lies of P I know you love Xenoblade Chronicles three but do you think Lies of P was bigger than that because Xenoblade Chronicles three is locked to one system and it's mm, a niche RPG um, like I think it was. Pushed a lot more by Nintendo than okay, Liza P was. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I also think the fact that it is only on Nintendo provides it a bigger podium than stuff that is releasing multiplayer. Yeah. There's three games released last year that I think that, or three games on the list last year that I think Liza P is bigger than. Because mm-hmm. also Plague Tale Requiem was a, a game of the year contender. Uh, and I haven't. I. Well, but I think that can I thought speak that game. More, I think they can speak more about the. I forgot that game came out. The last strength. Year. It's the strength well, of, yeah, the year of the too. year. Yeah, this if, year if is half crazy. of them are are half of the games on the list are coming from good games, but from smaller. Um, I like playing Metroid Prime more than playing Resident Evil Four, yeah, and yeah. that came yeah, out. Yeah, that? And it's a better game. And where's it's that a remaster. Game of the year? And it's a remaster. So what? Yeah, again, that's that's a weird one. I and I think it that probably suffers from there being two other Nintendo titles on here. Yeah. Sure. That have sure. released more recently. Uh and then uh, cuz I'm looking at what I beat this year. Uh Crisis Core, woo, which I know I don't think that should be necessarily game of the year, but it does not get any nominations here. Just I, fine. I don't have any problems with it. Uh and Jedi Survivor, which I know That's yeah, that that was one that, in any other year, that would be in the game of the year. Right. I don't know, because Fallen Order also got shafted. Oh, yeah. Fallen Order got that's majorly shafted. Yeah. yeah. So maybe not then. Like, that's the thing. Like, hmm. there is something here. Granted, this year has been insane. It's going to go down in history as, like, one of yeah, the best years in this gaming. This was an extremely good ever. year. Um... A lot of heavy hitters coming out this year. Right. Um, I more so need to talk to my friends about how frustrated I am that Final Fantasy 16 is nominated for Best Score in Music when it has some of those most god-awful music I've ever heard in a video game. So Every wrong. boss fight where some shitty dubstep blasted out of nowhere while I'm fighting a boss. Terrible. Uh, it is so, forest. Bad. I mean, I haven't played any more of that game, Look, so yeah. I'm, I'm still at the halfway years, point. Dubstep will be thought of as classical music. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I don't. <sighs> I have such a love hate relationship with this game, yeah. uh, and and Final Fantasy Sixteen was nominated for best RPG. That game is not an RPG. No. It is a action casual game. action game, uh, and I like. I'm not saying casual with spite. Yeah. Towards the people that enjoy the game, just Chris, in the amount of complexity. Uh, but in the amount of complexity and f- Final Fantasy wise, it is not an RPG. Yeah. Um, Again, the, but I mean that's a game that is in that category entirely because of its name. Uh, right, right, right. So, but I think you could probably 
you could still put it in action game, but I think I I would bet that people at Square Enix would be upset if it wasn't in the best RPG category. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would like to know. I'm just I'm talking about the controversial picks in here because going through all of them is too much. Why is Cyberpunk 2077 considered an ongoing game? I have no clue. Well, because it was broken, and so they had to co- release <laughs> a constant slew of, of I mean, updates. I guess that's sure. not really the but same. But the rest of this category so has always been problem. like multiplayer. Yeah, uh, hold on. Stuff. You're not wrong, but they did this crap with No Man's Sky 2. No Man's Sky that, won Best Ongoing Game. Yes. When they that's were a multiplayer really, game too, isn't it? It was no loosely, no. loosely. It, okay, it, it you be, stumbling it became to one. Yeah, okay. it became one. Well, after I see, um, but they won best ongoing game at a certain point because they had to keep releasing the DLCs. massive. Yeah, and yeah, but, but massive improvements. With No Man's the Sky, there is like it shipped underdeveloped. But it has since gone on to be what a lot of people say is a really incredible. Yeah, experience. like the yeah. definitive like space experience. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not uh, I'm not mad with that happening. It is, but it it is sort of the flip the the other side of the coin with Cyberpunk, which is because they're 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 only going right, to have this DLC. Right. It, it's they're only, not making it's more. It's only ongoing because what they shipped was this not. Year. Yeah, was not up to par with what it needed to be. And so they had to continually fix and add new stuff to it. I I would like to talk a little bit more about this category. Um, Apex, Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Okay. What has Apex and Genshin Impact done at all this year? Or Final Fantasy XIV... Okay, no, fourteen had a new expansion. But, like, Genshin Impact and Apex, just, like... What have they actually done that has been major news to be considered in, like, to be considered in this category? Well, I don't know if, you know? if like, major I've not heard... things have to keep happening. Or like, is it nothing... just do, release a character every season that doesn't that's, that's do so, what like, it is? So I would argue, but I understand what he's saying here. I would argue I don't like where it's gone, but Halo Infinite has been going out of their way to try to build out the ongoingness of their game. I'm going to be honest, this is where I was going with this. It should be at least in Genshin Impact. Yeah, get that or Apex out of here. Put Halo Infinite in there. I don't care if it doesn't even get a vote. Just like some other games that are a little more deserving of like, hey, a lot of effort is being put into these games to continue through each year. We As of today, we hit two years of Halo Infinite. It is a... But look... Recognizably Apex different is, game. Apex is doing like what early Fortnite was doing, uh, like and a level of yeah ongoingness. Been... In that you know, each season there's map changes, there's new characters, there's new weapons. So but none of it like, is big news anymore, right? Though, but I, don't, I feel. But I don't think it needs to be. I don't think it needs to be big news because of the quality of the game that they are continuing to put out. I'm with you on Genshin. Like I I'm not with you on Apex. But I don't. Yeah. I don't even. You can't make that argument for Genshin when they're always putting out new stuff, always yeah. putting out new new zones and expansions and new characters and stuff. Um, it's you know it's the li- it's a weird line, and I think that I it, hate to it's say easy to, it's, it's also to, it's easy to nitpick. Uh, Genshin is going to get in there because of how much money they spend to advertise yeah. for the cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I, we can I, all I, agree that Cyberpunk should not be on this list. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing really ongoing about that game. It does not change over time outside of going from not a game to a game. So what is up with best in the in yeah, independent the... game and also best debut in okay. game? What's the discourse here? So controversy. The 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 contra the quote unquote controversy is over the use of the word independent. Um, Especially when a game like Annapurna, a studio like no, Annapurna, not even that. Dave the Diver, uh, developed by Mint Rocket, is published by this like multi-billion dollar corporation it's their first game that they've done and you know it's not like that yeah it's like if amazon games got right it's not as if mint rocket had the entirety of um this company's uh wallet to work with but they did not have and even i think the i've seen that one of the heads of of the corporation's has like specifically said i saw this quote um where he was basically saying you know people act like dave the diver is this small indie game but really it's not um and like this is it it is probably a small development team and it is their first game yeah um but it's sort of where where does independent come from is independent different than an indie game Dave the Diver is definitely an indie game, but the thing is, it, it had this huge backing of capital to make it work. Um, and on the flip side, you have Larian Studios, who is independent and who made Baldur's Gate. Like they are an independent studio who, like, mm-hmm. funded it. They they published and funded and did all of it themselves. Yeah, but they also. But that is considered like a triple-A game. Yeah, they also had the resources to make a triple-A game. Yeah. Um, So why is it not considered independent when this this other game, which is definitely an indie game, no one's going to say that Baldur's Gate is an indie game. And so I think it's it's just kind of a weird conversation over the parsing of words and, and that there is no, there's no actual Definitive. criteria that yeah. is set out for what... I mean, there's no criteria for any of these, and that's right. uh, that's, that's always what we end problem. up talking right. about. Uh, but as, but for this category specifically, um, like there is, uh, it it it's it makes you wonder. Okay, what is independent? Um, like you can, and it's weird that that's a different carries a different connotation than calling something indie. Yeah. Um, where because that often is sort of a look and an aesthetic and a certain vibe and certainly the size of the studio I think um, has to do with it. But that that's that's all I saw people were talking about on the internet about the independent versus indie label hmm. and why you know some games get to be it despite maybe having a lot more was. A lot more backing than other studios. It's might. sort of like the weirdness with like best new artists at the Grammys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like I don't know much about some of these artists, but like I remember when Bon Iver won the best new artist. Yeah. And it's like this dude's had like seven albums. Yeah, like, it's just you... like he finally broke through. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. finally broke He's through. He's new in, in the sense that people know who he is. Right, you know? right. Uh, like it's 
Like, I remember the bit, and I'm like, that guy's been making good music for a long time. Um, yeah. That's, that's whatever. And it's also a sort of, it. There, there's a weird overlap between Best Independent and Best Debut Indie. Um, which is, you know, it has to be the first game. Robo Studio, so yeah. apparently. Um, or a studio under that name anyway and the, and right. then there's also this kind of bleed out into games for impact which is a, a, another always a more like vague category vague category and best end, community support right that ends up being like well community support is different uh but games for impact is sort of it becomes a it's unfair to say that it's it's for like cast-offs of indie games that couldn't make it, that felt like they deserved to be nominated, but maybe didn't fit into Best Independent Game. Um, you know, it's just, it's weird how this stuff is categorized. Oh, yeah. Let's get into the fun ones. Why... Why is Final Fantasy sixteen nominated for Best RPG, and why is Lies of P labeled an RPG? Well, I think that... Um, we, as a gaming society, have accepted that FromSoft clones are RPGs. Have we? Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's just where we are. Okay. I want Like, that this is a new type of RPG. Final Fantasy sixteen is as deep of an RPG as Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Or Marvel Spider-Man 2. If you were going to call... Final Fantasy 16 an RPG. Then Spider-Man 2 is absolutely Then Spider-Man one. 2 is absolutely an RPG. I'm not calling it an RPG. I haven't played it. It doesn't sound like it's an RPG. I would also not call it an RPG. I, I, like I said, it's in here because of its title. You just select yeah. stats from a skill tree. Like in I, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. I think this, this nominee list is really funny, though. Because you have these two, like, definitely should not be here. Um, one being, of course, Final Fantasy 16 because it's not an RPG. But then I, f I think Starfield should just not be here because, right, like, how is this best? How is this the best one of th one of the best that came out this year? No way. I think it is hilarious that this was nominated best RPG uh, over <laughs> Octopath Traveler Two, which is what a lot of people are really mad at. Yeah, and I'm really. It fits the idea of RPG a lot more. Yeah, a classic RPG. When really people should be more mad that Final Fantasy sixteen is nominated right. more than... Because at least Starfield... Uh, here, I know you're frustrated. I don't actually disagree with you, but Starfield has stats to weapons and guns. Yes. Different stuff I mean, like that. Starfield like, is an RPG yeah. in the way that all Bethesda games You are. put stats yeah. into your character, you it build it out differently. It is a specific type of RPG. Uh, that they have created. You don't do any of that in Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. No, I yeah, I listen, brother, I know. And so, uh, really, I like people won't be mad about Starfield. It's fine, but it actually belongs there more yeah. than some of the other. And it I just doesn't stand again, up to the rest of the actual RPGs in I, the category. So I wonder. I know it's all writers that do this stuff. I wonder how much. I don't think it's all developers writers. and publishers input into this because i think square enix who decides would absolutely rather have final fantasy 16 on this list than octopath yeah absolutely. even if one of them is more more of an rpg yeah 
or like more deserving or m- more easily fits into right. what this category typically should be. Yeah, yeah. Nominees are jury of over a hundred global media and influencer outlets. Mm, ah, influencer. Okay. Um. Yeah, right. Like so IGN, I'm sure kind of it's funny. not. Polygon, like just always. games journos. Game rant. How do oh. we get on there? How do we get on there? Yeah, get me yeah. on there. Let's let's see what we can do. We've got that. good opinions. Like there's, you know, I would love to send my votes. I've never heard this. of Touch Arcade in my life, I and I think we could do I it. I think I have. Um, okay, so we what we need to do is become a subsidiary of one of these people, right? Yeah, only uh, for the purposes of being getting, able to be yeah, on the voting these, board. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of digital trends. Why do they have, have two? Why do they? Oh, never mind. I was misreading. Yeah, you just the, can't read. It's okay. <laughs> actually the, the problem is I did read. <laughs> um, uh, best family game once again: Nintendo and multiplayer. Right. Uh, just generic again. multiplayer. I don't um, Pikmin Four. I don't think it. I don't think this that is just goes how's back. that a family game? This is just. Can you play co-op on that game? Not really. How is it a family game? How is Pikmin 4 a family game and a Sim slash strategy game? It's definitely the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's not the former. Well, I mean, I don't those things are not mutually exclusive. It can it can be both of those. But it I don't again, this is a category that has become okay, we need a category to put Nintendo games in. Which is but weird. they almost always end up in the game yeah, of years anyway. Yeah, and even Pikmin, they don't. The last like two to three years has not had a Nintendo game. But I don't know that's had ones that have been worthy of being in there. Yeah, but when certainly when a Zelda or a Mario comes out, they're always in there. Yeah. Um. And so you know, it's just a weird thing that it's Nintendo, so it has to be family. Which I mean, they're all family friendly, I suppose. But they're. They're not all games that a family can play together. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is what you think. Now, Disney Illusion Island, from what David has told me about that game, yes. awesome family Super game. Super Riders Bros. Wonder, a family can absolutely play absolutely. together. Absolutely. Yeah. Sonic Superstars, they can. Yeah, Should multiplayer. They? Yep. I don't know. Party Animals, you could. You know, it's, again, it's a weird... It's weird a, it's, category. It's, I actually don't think this year the categories it has been weirder in the past. I think for the four out of five of these, it's, to an extent, makes sense for what the category is. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, let's see. Uh, most anticipated game. Always a fun time. Always a fun. We time. always love to see three-time representations <laughs> in this category. Yes, I don't sir. think we have that this time. No. We have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. I believe it's all first-timers this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would consider Seven Rebirth a continuation of... It wasn't in the last one, though. <laughs> sure, but so, it's... Uh, seven seven Rebirth, Remake oh, took up a lot of years Seven Rebirth definitely uh, is going to be it. It's fine. It's going to win. Yeah. Maybe Hades 2. Um, yeah, I think Hades 2, I think, will win. I think that streamer Zach likes is nominated for Content Creator of the Year. Yep. Uh, Iron, Iron Mouse. Mouse. Yeah. 
She's a VTuber. I see. Good uh, old VTubers. Uh, yeah. Here's all the categories that don't matter. Yo, yeah, the esports and stuff. Yeah, this is all. Um, I'm trying to find what was last year's best and like most anticipated. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to last year's. It was Tears of the Kingdom, was. wasn't it? Well, that would make sense. No, it was. It was the sequel to the Breath. Yeah, of yeah, that was sequel to the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh, they don't have the whole nominees on their on their own website. That's a shame. Hold on, they do on Wiki though. God um, bless. Man, best ongoing game was Final Fantasy XIV last year. Last year was uh, a good year for that game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Best role-playing game was Elden Ring. Um, best multiplayer game was Splatoon. Most anticipated game was Starfield, Resident Evil 4, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Look Love to see Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy not nominated for a single thing this year. It is. Anticipated, hold though. on. If we're talking about big games, though, it is that kind of absolutely yeah, wild yeah. that game did not get nominated for yeah. something. Because it, I think, is still the highest selling game I of the so. year. I think so. I still see people talking about it <laughs> that I wish would occasionally shut up about it. <laughs> um, it, yeah. is, it is wild to me that the developers of that game, those poor people, are in such a bad spot. Seemingly did everything they could to make a good game, despite the bad. Take J.K. Rowling out of it. It's hard to do that. But the work that the people put into that game, just... Under the rug. And I don't think it's because of the politics of J.K. Rowling. I think it is the strength of the year. Like, genuinely, I think when... But it is wild that they're not anywhere in here with... How much of a massive seller it was this yeah. year? Yeah, I I also think like as we pointed out uh, some of these other categories that like just the way that some of these categories are determined just doesn't make sense sometimes. Year to year, mm-hmm. we're we're like, oh, this game definitely should have been here, and it's just completely missing, or like in Hogwarts Legacy's case, or like something is. Not in the right category, we would say, uh, like Final Fantasy 16. You know, like there's there will never be a year where there is a hundred percent consistency across each of these categories because they're probably not even all handled by the same yes. people, and that's you why know? this it can never really one to one be with the Oscars because, <laughs> yeah. The Academy Awards has very specific categories, yes. and there are a lot of people who have specific jobs. This is, but this is not about awarding people; it's about awarding their creations. Yeah, um, and so it, there, there aren't these tight categories that you can fit in stuff into outside of you're a person or you're a game, you're a kid now, you're a squid. I'm looking at best performance. <laughs> so um, Human dancer, you know, these are opposites. Ben Starr, Final Fantasy 16, Cameron Monaghan, Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba, Cyberpunk, Melanie Libbard for Alan Wake 2, 
Neil Newbin for Baldur's Gate 3, Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. I As far as performance, I would have put Miles's actor in there instead of Yuri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have too. Like no not to say that Yuri did a bad job. No, but, but we just, he's yeah. a known quantity. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean, we knew what he could we knew what the Miles guy could do. That's true. With the first game, but he this game did yeah, more. Yeah, a lot more to shine for sure. Um I think this should be Cameron Monaghan. If you want me to be honest. Yeah. I because so, that was a mocap performance. It is him in the game. It is his voice acting. It is of. I mean, I'm sure that that's a lot of the Melanie Liberd and Alan Wake too. Also, so I don't know. Yuri, I think right. I no. know. That was I mocap. I would bet. I don't think he. I, it's I, think, not it, him I think it was facial sure. capture, um, but not motion like full body capture. So yeah. Bless. <laughs> I mean, it has to have been because that's why they changed the face. Part of his face had to be involved in it. Yeah. Um, I think that the winner of this category is going to be Neil Newbon. I know... Yeah, it's just because of the horny people. I know that there is a specific character in Baldur's Gate that everyone loves, and I have to assume that this is the voice actor. Yeah. Um, And I think that actually... The early consensus that I was seeing and stuff on is that people seem to think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win. It's going to be that game. The that, sweep. That wins the most awards. You know what? Never mind. That's maybe a horse I don't need to get on. All these filthy casuals should have just played D&D at one point in their life. And they wouldn't have been blown away by Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I think that this game is cool. And I, I haven't played it yet. And I'm God. going to. And I'm going to like it. But at the end of the day, play D&D. Yeah, but do, you can do see it. this. No. It's... Use your imagination. Yeah, but I want to see hard. it. I want to be able it's, to see it. I, it, it this makes me <laughs> it's seethe. It's okay, David. It makes me seethe because people <laughs> ovate like this is some innovation in... In everything. And they just put D&D on a screen. And I I don't think that's bad. I don't... I'm not trying to take it away from them. But, like, if people would just expand their horizons, then they wouldn't be blown away by this. So, yeah, like, I don't have to wrangle eight people on a, on a schedule to be able to play Baldur's Gate 3. Sure. But also, I think part of why people are so impressed with Baldur's Gate 3 is that, I would say, historically, there has been, outside of a few cases, it's been pretty hard to... Just translate yeah. playing proper DT into a video. I game. would bet the people who are thrilled about it are people who did play DD and are amazed by the the quality of the experience. Uh, mm. The translated experience. Uh yeah. There is also, I, I you know, just the group of people that are like, wow, I love critical role, but I've never rolled a dice yeah, in my life. And, and it's <laughs> DD has become a, a much bigger cultural uh, phenomena. So there is a larger audience who are willing to. I do get it. it. I get it. And again, this like... is a thing you can do by yourself as well. Yeah, there's so many D and D things you can do by yourself. Literally, Kotor is literally built on a twenty sided yeah. die system. Yes. So many games are built on a twenty sided. Have die you ever system. sat down and done a role play of yourself? 
like for yourself doing like a campaign by yourself. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm saying that there are other video games, games that have done that, this, yeah, and that's why I said okay. with some exceptions with checks and like the whole deal. And I'm not. I'm not like I said. But again, I'm, those things aren't overtly D and D. Like this one, where's it? Like so. It's so many games have systems that were probably pioneered by D and D working in the background. Yeah, but Larian has literally made other video games that were this. But this is the best one. No, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that it's the best one, but they made D and D flavored games that are. They just now got to do D and D. That's it. And it's the best one. And everyone who's played it said it's, said it's great. It's They can have done things before that with D&D trappings and them have not been as good of games. I, listen, I know that I'm the old man that yells at the cloud here. And I, I'm not trying to take away from people's experience with this game. But if you like this game, just go find people to play D&D with. Or keep playing the game. If you like it sure play the game i don't i don't think you shouldn't but I don't, don't think, I don't but i don't also don't think that everyone who likes this game would enjoy being in a group of d a, a dnd group with people well maybe if they were more creative but if they want options put in front of them you know then sure i don't know but be more creative and you know they also want to see they want to be able to see things Use your imagination. Be, there's art. Get a better eyes. DM that'll draw stuff and like make figures yeah, and there's, stuff. There's so many variables that you cannot control that you can control in a package that is a video game. I get it. I I just I I probably will see that this wins. I will be pretty mad. I think it's my sleeper pick right now. I think it's gonna it's gonna upset. I I like I would be actively angry if this one wins over Tears of the Kingdom. Well, like, uh, probably my rank of like... Look, we all leave the Game Awards being angry about something. Yeah. yeah. It should be either Tears of the Kingdom or Alan Wake 2 or Spider-Man 2 at this point. Or... That's my three tiers. Mario or <laughs> Resident Evil 2 or mm. Baldur's Gate. I Like, Baldur's Gate should is... Be, it should be one of those six, I think. Baldur's yeah. Gate is above Resident Evil 4. I'm putting it in a tier list of happy to sad. <laughs> and really, Maybe bottom of the mad. barrel is if Resident Evil 4 wins. Uh, I'm just saying, if I had to pick one... Out of this, but, out of these six games, the I had to pick that, one game to win. I would know pick what? one You're of these six wrong, games. You're not wrong because the people that vote for this voted for it takes two to win. So really, it probably will be Baldur's Gate. Like it. Listen, the, I'm going to be straight up with you. It's either going to be Baldur's Gate or Tears of the Kingdom. I really don't think it's going to be any other way for at least this category. Yeah, I think it's tough though, but I it. It is hard to to picture any of these games beating Tears of the Kingdom. I'm, uh, even if I don't, even if I had better experiences, looking back, like in a show like this, it's very hard for me to. Yeah, because this isn't like I our personal. Re-angry. I just got re mad at the fact that it takes two one over Metroid yes. Dread and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes, sir. I still hold that pain to this day. And I was thinking about it yesterday. And Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I cannot see this so good. 
And Last of Us Part Two won over Animal Crossing and Final Fantasy VII Remake and mm. Hades. Mm. These people, Ugh. these people aren't to be trusted. They shouldn't be allowed to vote. The Game Awards is in the Game Awards. A vote for best user-created Fortnite island inside Fortnite. What's going to win that one? I don't know. Uh, did really they nominees. do? Uh, there's, 10, there's ten. Did nominees. they do a Fortnite version of Blood Gulch from Halo? Because if so, there's that only, has my vote. There's only a video form. But yeah, uh, these these things w- will always upset us because they're not. I'm just they're gonna just need not to right. fight someone. That's the thing. I'm just gonna need to fight. We're someone. gonna switch seats for the next few weeks. What we need to do after this is get on Fortnite and go on the Game Awards Island, so we can look at all of the ten creator made islands and have an opinion on that as well. All so right, we have uh, get, get mad about. Yeah, get me yeah. to play Fortnite. No, we don't. No, we just go downstairs and do it, and David will do it, and we'll look. Oh, okay. I or guess. like he'll hand the controller off to. No, I don't want to play it. I want. I just want to see it. Seth, I need to play Fortnite. I need, I need to. to. He does. He downloaded it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I uninstalled Apex the other day. Oh, but that's been uninstalled. Yeah, I think that's been uninstalled for a hot year for me at this point. I don't think I have uninstalled had uninstalled it since I originally installed. That depresses me because of the amount of times I've asked you to play Apex. (laughs) Um, You you want to know what I downloaded? War Tales? No. (laughs) Madden Twenty Four. Oh my god! (laughs) It's just a trial. There's a trial of it. (laughs) I want to see. I have to know. If the Sim 10 years does the same thing. <laughs> I have to know if they fixed it. What? Or if Didn't you have a big it. problem with 23? Didn't you waste your money on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I have my story straight. We're good. Yes. <laughs> That's it. This is our sad existence. <laughs> I care about the Game Awards. You care too much about them. I can't wait for It'll Jeff Cayley to stop someone from saying something he thinks is political. I hope that happens so bad. <laughs> it's there's going to be no women on the stage. I really want either that or I want someone to come up and just make a mockery of it like like Bill Clinton kid did. They it's happened so many times. I know, and I and I just want it to happen again and him to get up and look all mad. Yeah. I at this point my only joy will be just disappointment. If he can cry. Like I would like him to cry. Well, on stage. I mean, this year he needs to understand that the audience he is catering to are gamers, and by nature, they are idiots. Yes, and they want to do stuff like that. Well, and we and say probably, that as stuff fun. Gamers. Jeff will probably be sad this year because I don't think Kojima has any reason to be at the show this year. Of course he does. He That's does. He's going to show what? up and unveil his reason to be at the oh, show. Oh yeah, Death he's, Stranding Two is probably going to get a new trailer. Death Stranding Two or the weird cloud project he's still working on with Microsoft. Like yeah. there's like four irons in the fire that Kojima's Death doing. Death Stranding dude. show. You like, you are under. You are undervaluing what Kojima can come in and do. Yeah, and even know. outside of all the things that are potentially possible, is that he could show up and show us something that he just made up on the spot just yeah. for just to show up at the game. Awards. It'll be like live action D anD D. He will come up and describe something to the people. They'll have to use their imagination, <laughs> and it'll screen. get nominated for game of the year. No, it'll get nominated for most anticipated game. Yeah, yeah. and be on the nomination four years in a row. <laughs> 
And head uh, them out, I guess. Oh, boys. The Game Awards. It brings out the worst in me every time. A little bit. It's the most wonderful time of the year. But That's... then, afterwards, we get... Our you know Game Awards, yeah. which every is the most year, wonderful time. Every of the year, year we plan the to record afterwards. Yeah. Every and it year never play, happens. And every year it's like, God, that was depressing. <laughs> we don't want to do this. But we'll do it. And we'll, we'll hate it. But we'll do it. Yeah. Now we'll now no one will have to drive to Orlando afterwards. We yeah. should come up with our own for each one of these categories. Independently of these nominations, so we can't have these games on on there. Do we need to talk about this behind the scenes? No, I'm just saying we should, (laughs) because I don't think that's a bad idea. But we should figure out all of our answers, even for the categories we don't know, and compare them. Okay. Okay. But oh, like us do picks, like do nominations. Or do our own. Well, I was thinking about doing our own, but then also I think, I just think it would be funny to, where all of us have to come up with the best streamer. <laughs> like, <laughs> earnestly, earnestly search ourselves, like, all right, who do I want to nominate for best streamer? I would I've got an year. answer. I would pick Dan Riker. Yeah, I That's know you would. I, would pick <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who doesn't know anyone. Yeah. yeah. I've only watched, like, one or two streams this year, but they were fun. But I would only pick Dan because mm. he's dumb. Yeah. He's the best. I guess I would probably pick GDQ. There you go. Yeah. That works. That's, that's a, not that's, a single streamer, though. Yeah, but it works. It's a streamer. It's on Twitch. Singular. It is an it's event. It's a singular channel. It is a singular channel. It is a channel, channel though, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But it doesn't say best channel, it's best streamer. We'll see. Maybe I'll set something up where we... Uh, Put in the winners, and we'll see who gets them all right. We'll see. I'll build a Google Form. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Welcome this to Google is in, Forms. This is in like three weeks. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. I'll build it out. Don't worry. We'll Listeners, see. Listeners, send your picks into David's text message. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put the form in the Discord. So if you want to engage with this, send you're more than welcome to. Handwritten uh, letter. A handwritten letter. The only uh, way, only accepted way. Three stamps, uh, mark urgent, uh, covered in blood. Yes, it has to be <laughs> a it has to be notarized. Your blood, and it has to be one of those what a, a registered yeah letter. Yes, you have to um, sign for it. And a small vial of the blood of an innocent. Yes, yes. Uh, that's not you. Yeah. So someone else. Because if you're getting somebody else's blood for this, you are not innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, you that, can still be innocent, but you. But since we already are getting your blood, we're gonna need different blood. Yeah, uh, two forms of blood. Yeah, identification. two forms of blood identification. Yeah. One, one of them not yours. <laughs> it's a control, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but with <laughs> that, we appreciate you listening, and we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>